Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive in the music industry. My name's Phil, a mixing and mastering engineer with Vortis Sound Studios. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, it's December 2020. We are getting there. It's a couple of weeks to the end of the year. And the, uh, shall I put it this way, the nightmare of 2020 will be over. And it looks like the first portion of 2021 is going to be fairly similar. But it looks like changes are on the horizon. Maybe by the end of next year, or maybe even by midway through next year, gigs will be a thing again. And we'll all be able to re-emerge and go out into our local scenes and support our local venues. Hopefully they're still there, which I know is an ongoing issue. And we'll go to our venues and we'll have a great time. Gigs will return. I personally, I've got to say, cannot wait for my next gig. I have no idea when it will be. I have no idea who it will be or where it will be, but I'm looking forward to it. Frankly, live music of any sort I'm excited for. But 2020, whether you like it or not, was a year out of your life, both personally and creatively, as a solo artist maybe, or as a band. It's a year out of your life. So to ignore it, to ignore what has happened to your band, to your music career, is a bad idea. You've got to reflect and think about what happened. What happened in 2020? What good things happened? What bad things happened? And I think this is an an exercise, I'm going to use the word exercise, that some of you will hate the idea of. Some of you will listen to this and go, that sounds like a massive waste of time. And there's some of you who will listen to this and go, that sounds brilliant. I've got to try this. And I hope I hope you fall into the, the latter category, to be honest, because I think this is a really powerful tool for your musical growth, uh, both personally and maybe as a band something that you can consider, something that you can use the experiences and the the highs and lows of 2020 to take yourself forward, to move forward and make growth. It's about using what you've learned, but maybe not thought about to inspire your 2021 to be even better. So the way I'm going to do this is basically you're going to have, I'm going to ask you a load of questions and you can write them down maybe and come back to them. And there's maybe other questions you can think of as well. If you want to do this sort of yourself personally for your own 2020 rather than as a band, then there'll be some slightly different questions. But if you're doing this as a band, maybe have a band Zoom meeting and have a chat about these kinds of things. I think you will find something. You'll be able to answer every single question and it should really inform, as I say, your 2021. So I'm just going to take a quick break here. Grab yourself a piece of paper and a pen to write down these questions so you can discuss it with your band. So here we go. Here is what you do. If you're on your own, find a quiet place. If you need to chat with your band, if you need to chat with your band, then go on Zoom, but maybe still find a quiet place, a quiet part of your house. Make a hot drink. That's really important. Help you relax. Make a hot drink, cup of tea, maybe a hot chocolate, something. Oh, really nice. Love a hot chocolate. And set aside, um, I've said 30 minutes, maybe a bit longer if you're having a chat with a band, but set aside a good portion of time. 
And here's what I want you to do. The first question, it's not really phrased as a question, but the first thing is month by month. So from January to December, write down something that went well, a highlight or a positive for the band. Nothing too big or small, because I'm aware that maybe in April it's going to be something on a smaller scale, because a lot of people just kind of didn't really know what to do at the beginning of lockdown. If I'm honest, I didn't know what to do at the beginning of lockdown myself. So completely understandable, but nothing too big or small. Maybe in February, you did a ton of gigs and that was your big highlight. You actually managed to do some gigs this year because not everyone did. That is a great thing. If you managed to write a stonking chorus that is on a song that you, you've written and when you're going to gig again, it's going to come out. That's great as well. Write that down. If you have managed to revamp your social media posting, write that down. If you had a particular time when you did it, a particular month, whatever it may be, write it down. And I'm, I've given you these examples. If you are thinking to yourself, oh, we just we just didn't do anything that great. Take a step back, take a moment, think about what's happened. There will be something that you can write down for every month. Question two, what did you enjoy most about this year as a band? Now, that question will be different from band member to band member, I imagine. Maybe you'll have some overlap, but maybe you did regular covers in lockdown. And that's just not something you'd have done normally. Normally you'd be doing all your own music, but you've had some space and you've done a load of covers and it's been really fun. It's not been maybe as fun as all getting together and playing these things live, but it's been really good. It's been really positive. So whatever that is, what did you enjoy most? Write that down. Make a note of that. Don't forget it. Because this is going to be a very unique year. I think looking back, you know, in 20, 30 years time, I'm going to look back to 2020 and maybe a bit of 21 and go, that was a really weird time. But so many things have come out of this time that wouldn't have happened. So lockdown covers, things like that. Write it down. Question number three, what was challenging? What was the biggest challenge for your band or challenges? Did you overcome it? And if you did overcome it, how did you overcome it? If you didn't overcome it, why didn't you overcome it? A bit of reflection on what wasn't easy, what didn't go well. I imagine near the top of everyone's list is that from March onwards, no one did any gigs or there were very few gigs. There were maybe a few in, in the UK, at least in September time. But what did you do that was challenging or what didn't you do that was challenging? How did you overcome it? Did you overcome it? If you didn't, why not? If you did, how did you? That is a really, 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 really important question because people, and I include myself in this, don't get me wrong, people will be doomed to repeat the things that they do wrong, basically. If you don't think about it, if you don't reflect on it, if you don't work on it, you're going to do the same things wrong again and again. And you really, really, really need to try and overcome these things. I think that's really, really important. Next question, what are your biggest, what's your biggest takeaway or takeaways from your music career in 2020? It could be, again, sorry, I keep coming back to the gig thing. It could be that you really are a live band and that's where you thrive and you found the internet kind of only thing really struggle, a real, a real struggle. That's something to take away. That's something to work on and develop because there is always room for growth, especially in the 21st century music scene where 
social media and the internet is so massive. It's so massive. This year, it's been even more important. So what's your biggest takeaway? It could be something else. It could be that actually you've realised that the way that you write songs as a band really all is in the same room and doing it separately sort of doesn't work for you. That's fine. Write it down. Work these things out. It's a great thing to reflect on and a great thing to work out. The next question, if you could do 2020 again, God forbid, but if you could do 2020 again, if you had to do 2020 again and you go into it with the knowledge that you have now, what would you have done differently? What would you have done that isn't the same as the way you actually did it? Would you, at the beginning, say in March, April, have gotten yourself a little home recording rig and worked out how to use it and started to do some lockdown covers? Maybe you didn't think to do that until later on. Would you try and put out some sort of content that maybe you didn't as a band? What would you have done differently? Really important thing to reflect on again, so that if we find ourselves in a similar situation in the future, you know what, I really hope we don't. But if we find ourselves in a similar situation, you, you've got something that you could do, something that you, you can reflect on and go, well, I wish I did that. And then next time, hopefully there's not a next time, as I say, but next time you can do that. And that's a positive thing. Or in normal times, it's something that you could do that's a positive. Next question, what do you need to do more of? I know that's really, really vague wording. What do you need to do more of? What, on reflection from 2020, did you go, ah, we, we did that, but we need to do more of it. So social media posting, having a regular social media presence. Maybe you posted once or twice from March to now. That's not great <laughs> uh, because, you know, you want your fans and your listeners to know that you're still around, that you still exist. You're still a band. You're still around. You want people to know that you're still there and people want to know what you are like as people in your band. I'd go back. If you want to know ideas for sort of showing your personality in your posts, in your social media presence, I would say go to the interview that I did with Charlie Dalesall of Sale and go check out their social media presence. There's very few bands I know quite like them. They're very strange, but they show their strangeness. <laughs> they show their strange. They won't mind me saying this. They show their strangeness and it really works for them. People engage with it. So what are you like as people? What could you do more of? Sorry, that's really going down the, the rabbit hole of what do you need to do more of? But there we are. That's the thing. I'm just thinking about it. it is off the top of my head here. Is there something that you need to stop doing? Whatever that may be. Now, for some reason, the thing that's come to mind is maybe you're using Twitter as a band and eh, it's, you're putting stuff on there, but no one's really engaging with it. Maybe it's time to just kill that bit of social media because it's just a distraction from the things that are helping you, the things that are helping you grow. You've got to work these things out, but you've got to work out, is there anything you need to stop doing? Something that's not helping you and it was just a waste of time, it's a waste of energy. Kill it, basically. Work out what it is, stop it. What skills have you acquired in 2020? What thing can you do now that you couldn't do at the beginning of the year? Maybe there's a new technique on your instrument that you can now do that you couldn't do at the beginning of the year. That's a great positive. That's something you can throw into songwriting, throw into gigs, throw into your rehearsals, things like that. Maybe you've acquired the skill of video editing. That's probably a skill that a lot of people have picked up in 2020. Whatever it is, what skills have you acquired? Really important thing to write down because it'll help you reflect that this year wasn't so bad. And finally, and this is the last question that I have. Again, if you think of more questions, 
just go through them with your band, go through them by yourself, whatever it may be, and write down the answers. So the final question I have here is what positive habits can you take forward into 2021? So maybe you had a regular practicing schedule by yourself. That's something that's a positive that you can take into 2021. It's something you should be doing. You should be playing your instrument. You should be rehearsing, practicing, working out new things, growing, developing as a musician. Again, it could be anything. What habits could you take forward? Think about it and write down your answer. I think an important question for me to answer here is why? Why reflect? Because 2020 was a bit of a bad year. I I don't think anyone's denying that. But you've got to think about it in the round. So it was a bad year. But there were good things that happened. Positive things have come out of this for your band. And whatever that may be, you can't forget that. You can't let this be the year in your mind that was just a bit of a write-off. Things have happened, and I'm sure positive things have ha- positive things have happened for bands. You've got to write them down, preserve them, learn from them, grow from them. That's really, really important. So that was it for another episode of the Music Survival Guide. If you enjoyed, then please, please leave us a review. I really appreciate them. Please also share it with your friends and bandmates if you thought it was useful. If you want to do a review like this, let me know if you did. I'd really love to hear how people have found this. It's just an idea that came to mind, reviewing your year. And I think it's an important thing maybe to do every year to work out these things and grow and go forward. We really appreciate all of you. So if you're interested, we have a community on Facebook called the Music Survival Guide Community. Great name. Hop over there for chats about music and band life with other musicians and industry people. Huzzah. We will see you next time.